So, oh, anglais, so the, monsieur. The, the horse eats the tie monsieur. on the table in the hair. Wow. Tu parles pas, hein? Do you want to do this or not? Non, Either you speak non, French tu, or you tu, don't. Tu, tu one of us went to DeVry tu, and tu, one of us, here dis, we go getting non. angry again. Tu, parles, tu dis seulement le mot, les mots en oui. français. Les mots en français. Oh, mais non. Ouais. You're riding down the Harland Highway. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. Harland Williams. We putting cans on? I do. You don't have to, but I do. It's up to you. I never need cans. Then you don't. You don't have to have them. I just talk. I mean, you're gonna miss the theme music. I'm gonna say that much. But all right, I'm gonna listen to the theme music. And then, if you want to take them off, ready? Go ahead. Holy cream style corn, guy. Let me take my glasses off, there adjust my diaper, yep. and call your sister. <laughs> do you have a sister? I do have a sister. What's his name? All right, I'm uh, glad, because she does identify as a man now. She does? Yeah, she's got a dick on her. What's his name? His name is um, Kathleen. Wow. That's a rare name. Can I call Kathleen Jim or anything? Sure, if you want, but she goes by Kathleen. Okay, but yeah. I, I'm allowed to use Kathleen word. with a dick. Okay. Or dong. I like dong. Yeah, nobody do. uses nobody uses dong anymore. Yeah. What's going on with your dong, bro? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ah, he's just not cooperating. Do you know there was an actress named Ray Dong Chong? I do. That was Tommy Chong's daughter. I think I know that. So if you dated her, you could go, What's going on, Dong? Yes. And she could say, What'd you just call me, bitch? Well, I my mean, friend's Brian? wife's name is Song Dong. Are you serious? And I and I swear to God, I think her name is Song Dong Chong. And when I when my buddy said that's her name, I said, "Stop being racist." And he goes, "No, that's her real name." That that is a real name. Yeah, yeah. it's a Vietnamese name. I have a, a friend named uh, Puffed Clit Face. <laughs> and, okay. I, well, if you get to say no, your no, names, no. and maybe I don't. I, 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 I know. I just don't know if that's. Well, altogether true listen i'm here to be very serious yes and you're here buddy on the the harland Harland highway Highway. podcast this is brian callum everybody callum don't say callum well it's my show (laughs) i'll call you puffed up clit face if i want i think you saw early (laughs) that i'm good with names and you're also a ruffian i mean you're a kid who knows his way around a hockey rink yeah you've got a big frame i got a big frame You'll, you'll surprise a man with your frame yeah yeah. yeah, I'll frame you up. Yeah. You will frame me up, but you haven't been doing a lot of exercise. Is that fair? No, I've been doing a crap ton, guy. Like what? Like uh, meet me on the racquetball court uh, five days a week. Is and, that right? Uh, Daddy will show uh, little Willie here who's in charge of the catfish kettle. So so I'm going to say this, Jack. Okay, flap okay. away, so, slum dong. So, so Susie wants no part of the big man. Susie wants no part of the big man when it comes to any sport that requires a ball and a racket. We know that, yeah? Because my top spin? Yeah. My top spin? Yeah. Well, it's not fair, right? And my back and my back spin? My back spin? Mm-hmm. Well, the ball stops, right? So I mean, unless you've got See, four two speed. Here's where you've already lost the game, party player, because anyone who uh, is proficient in racquetball knows you don't put a spin on a racquetball. You don't spin the balls like you do in tennis, so uh, you well, just if, lost, guy. If, if we're playing tennis, 
to return my top spin if yeah. we're playing in LA. Yeah. Be in Kentucky. Whew. Right? Do you play on uh on concrete or clay? Because I play on tar, like freshly <laughs> melted. That's gotta hurt. Bare feet. It's gonna hurt you. Yeah. Because my I don't do a top spin. Right. I do. Have you ever seen a uh, a uh, a, a pawn or a, no a rook in in uh, chess? Yeah, yeah, I play chess. I was or spawn- a knight. I was sponsored in chess. Yeah. Yeah. So I do the move. Of, my spin does does an L shape like a knight. Okay. That's how. Uh, That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's what I call a uh, power. If slam. you could be a professional in any sport, what would it be? <sighs> Ooh, badminton. Really? Yeah, I grew up. Badminton was my sport. I'll beat you in that too. You won't. Hey, look at me. Shh. I'll beat you in that too, right? Shh. Now, you play hockey. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you're pretty good. Yeah, I'm not bad. Okay. And it wouldn't be hockey? No. Because I'm not, I'm going to be honest, I'm not as good at at hockey as I am at badminton. Saying it wrong. How do you say it? Badminton. 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 Okay, and I'll tell you something right now. Don't don't step on don't step on the grass with me if we're playing badminton, because you're gonna you're gonna bring some horse shit, and I'm gonna spike it in your face. I'm gonna spike the bird in your face, and I'm gonna say, what am I gonna say after that? I'm gonna go, don't ever bring that shit to my grass again. That's what I'm gonna say. And after the tenth time I do that, and you're down ten zero, you're gonna break that racket over your knee and walk off. And that's what I do to my opponents, unless you come to really play. Did you just run up on me and do a Rambo? I did. I'm apologizing. Oh, you're apologizing. Are we, are we live? Are we recording? We're, we're not going to record for a bit till we sort this stuff out. Because <laughs> okay, uh, I get, I get, I still haven't given up the ghost. I get a little uh, competitive when people start talking. You sport. know what it is with you that I've, I've noticed with you? It's passion. You're yeah. a passionate. Yeah. Like I look in your eyes mm-hmm. and they're smoky with that smoky passion, like like uh, the word smoldering. I was about to say that's the word you're looking for. It's I, that I, smoldering, like that campfire smoke, like somebody's yeah. just pissed on a campfire. People always smoldering. say that. You've Pe- got people say you smolder. Smoldering. And piss I hate eyes. It. I'm not trying to smolder. It's just I'm intense. I know, but that just yeah. like you ever piss you, you, on a campfire? To, yeah. And you've got that smoldering urine piss eye. Yeah, yeah. That's just, that's because I have hepatitis as well. But you know, um, so there's a yellow hue to my eyes. Yeah. Um, that's not the what, jaundice. What I, no, it is okay. that too, probably. Okay. Who knows what I have? SARS. Who knows where I my mouth? SARS. Who knows where my mouth has been? Right. Now, right. now, you know what I say when I when I meet somebody on on the field if we're going to play any yeah. kind of sport? What? I go like this. I go, oh, so that's who's coming in second. <sighs> yeah. You know, dude, I uh, I studied martial arts. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's probably a martial arts form that you don't even know about. It's ancient. It's, it's way, way yeah. before cage fighting or chicken coop wrestling or whatever it is you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, um, And it's called Malayuda. Malayuda. And it's, uh, it dates 3000 BC. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this, is, this is stuff I train in. It's yeah, in yeah. Pakistan, really? India, the oh, Middle East. Oh, from the Kashmiri Valley or something. Yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, you might want to uh, step up, uh-huh. step back, yeah. kind of drift sideways, and then take a real deep breath and fuck off hard. <laughs> okay. You know what the coolest thing I ever heard? I heard what? a guy who was a fighter, yeah. and this guy tried to fuck with him, and his girlfriend told me this story. And Whoa. she said um, he 
reached into his truck, grabbed a small club, gave it to the guy, and said, okay, now you might have a chance. Whoa. Yes, and then he beat the guy up. I have a story. My cousin, who lives down in Florida town, where you lost your virginity, um, he knew a guy who was an MMA guy, Mm -hmm. like a fighter guy, and they were out at a bar one night, okay? Him and his girl, and then this guy and his girl, and they're at a crowded bar, and someone bumped into one of the girls and spilled their drink. Mm. And the guy, the fighter guy, said, hey, man, like, apologize to the lady. And the guy said, hey, fuck you, you know, go screw yourself, all that stuff. And the MMA guy just kind of walked over to the guy. My cousin was right there, and he said, he said, listen, here's where I'm going to break your knee, <laughs> here, here, and here. Now get the lady a new drink and apologize. And yeah. he, he did it so, yeah. like, directly. But see, for me, I purpose. would say sorry way before that. Yeah. If I'm going to spill your drink, I'm going to go, oh, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Or if you're going to tell me, I'm going to go, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll buy you a new drink. Yeah. I'm not even going to, you know, my buddy, th- these guys were going to fight my buddy, and he has cauliflower ears, and he was a pro fighter. Oh, wow. And he looked at them in San Francisco, and, and his friend had cauliflower ears. <sighs> and he looked at both of them, and he goes, hey, guys, 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 guys. There were three of them, three thugs. Yeah. And he said, look at my ears. You see our ears? It's not going to work out for you. Yeah. This is not going to work. And they tried to fight him anyway, and it didn't work out for them. Just hammered? Teeth everywhere. Really? He knocked their teeth out? Yeah, but I don't understand people who do that. It's like, hey, that guy has cauliflower ears. Yeah. So there are a lot of other people. You never want to fight a vegetarian. Never want to fight a vegan. Yeah. Right? Maybe you're eating too many vegetables when your ears start growing cauliflower. Or you haven't cleaned them. Yeah. My grandfather used to say, you didn't clean your ears, and I can see cauliflower in there, meaning there was dirt, and then vegetables were growing, Yeah, in, which is annoying. And some alcoholics, don't they get like the cauliflower nose? Have you they ever do. seen that? Yes, I have. I had a neighbor like that. Tell me about this. She was, wow. a, she was a very pretty woman. It was a but, woman with yes. a cauliflower nose? She was a tall, blonde, beautiful woman. <sighs> I watched her in the, over a course of 10 years, mm. literally lose her husband, <sighs> Uh, and then I watched the house crumble, and I watched her nose. Look, it, it looked like a boiled yam. <laughs> it looked like if you cut a, if you boiled a yam, cut it in half, and I rammed it onto your nose. That's what her nose looked like, and I'm not kidding. And I couldn't stop staring at her fucking nose. Was she, it? Would, she would stand in her doorway yeah. and talk to you in a haze. And was it just grotesque? Like, you know, just describe what it physically Unless looked like. Unless you're into... A woman yeah. who's about six feet tall from France with a yam on her nose. With half a boiled yam for a nose. Now, oh. maybe some cultures that consider that attractive. Yeah. Where I'm from, yeah. planet Earth, yeah. well, that's revolting. You yeah. understand? Yeah. Yeah. No good things come from excess anything besides kindness. Where's my, where's my camera? See, look at those. It's like yeah. those campground piss eyes. I hate it. I hate. They I just hate smolder. I know, and I hate it. It's have just, you ever? Have you ever stood over? You've been camping with your buds or your family, and you got the campfire, and you're not allowed to leave the campsite. Yeah. With the with the smolder, you guys got to make sure there's nothing left, and you 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 know you got no more water, so you pee, and all your buddies pee. Yeah, you know, your buddies, sometimes when you're camping and then then you're like around a campfire and then everybody starts wrestling and somebody's cock flies out of their Speedo, you know what I mean? And then then maybe after that. So you camp in a Speedo? No, I'm just saying college shit. But when you do do that, when you pull your thing out of... Or it just flies out by accident. 
It just sure, sure. You know guy. what I'm saying? Yeah, just yeah. You're just sitting there, and it's like lightning. Do you wear in contacts here? Are your eyes that blue naturally? I have wolf eyes. I have. Wolf, I got. You uh, do have wolf yeah, eyes, dude. Yeah. Is that your nickname? That should be could Harlan be. Wolf Eyes Williams. Lend me one of your speedos and I don't see what any. happens. I don't have any. I'm too old for that. But what I'm saying is these guys, they, they piss on the fire, yeah. and you think it's out, but there's still that sort of yellowish, urinish, smoldering, Yeah, and that you're, that's your eyes, All right, piss dude. eyes. Fine. You have wolf eyes and I have piss eyes. Can I we know, move but on? Just, but it's hard to concentrate. No, I... There's a lot of passion there. Yeah, I know that, dude. So, like, let's talk about something that matters. Okay, let, so let's talk about people. You like food. Do you ever eat? I do. They say that food mm. is a is a form of passion when you eat. Yes. The texture of food, and I thought since we're dealing with your raw passion, it's hard to avoid. Yep. I knew we'd we'd probably run into it almost immediately. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to do, if you'll indulge me is I'd like to present some food for okay. both of us. Yep. And not so much with words, but we crunch the food into the microphone yeah. and look at each other in the eye, man to man. Yeah. And we see if we pick up on anything in the passionate eating. Yeah. And we maybe write down what we think we feel. Okay. If that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Food is passionate. Food's emotional. Here's a bag of chips for you. Hold on, I'm going to take out my Invisalign. Take, take it out. Oh, you got Invisalign? Yeah, they, they're not doing well for me. Well, maybe later if you're making out with a ghost. Yeah, I do. Um, here's a pad for you to write, you know, any, any thoughts you might have when we do this experiment. And then also... We'll, we'll bring in some uh, other crunchy foods. And there's a bucket there beside you. You don't have to swallow. You, if you want to spit, well, we'll bring in, we'll bring in uh, crunchy carrots. And you can crunch right into the mic. And we'll just look at each other. that came to my mind. We're not finished yet. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be more than that. You want me to take a bite of this? It's whatever you feel. It's the biggest fucking carrot I've ever seen. Passionate about. That's a huge carrot. <laughs> Look at me. Celery. Fucking bizarre. It, well, I'm true. It's a way of communicating, guys. It's You're the cr- one that brought passion it's into the room. grinding the podcast to a halt. Well, no. Bear with us, guys. Listen to this. Celery takes more calories to chew. Shh. Look at me. God damn, that scares me. 
sensual shark just came to mind. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, man, we done now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's so aggressive. Wow. Holy. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. You are passionate. What'd you write down? You want me to start? Yeah. I think that first crunch you did at me. Yeah. And when I crunched back, I came, popped into my head. Na do, do, do. Na da, da, da. That's all I have to say to you. Okay. You've always been musical. Does that, that make sense? sense? It does. I wrote down lemon salt and music. Oh. Then horses, hay, and war. Then I wrote down wild, howling, putrid. I wrote electric and conduit. I wrote cast, breaking, crushing, pain. Then I wrote sensual shark. Mm. Angry rabbit. Gray rabbit. Huh. Yeah. I wrote Korean power slam, uh, Bakersfield red room, Red Roof Inn, room 1209. I don't see that. I don't see that there. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's there. Okay, well, I don't know what you... See, I feel like you're writing it now. <laughs> because it's coming to me a bit late. Okay, it's coming to me a little late? Yeah, your eyes throw me off. Yeah, that happens. I mean, sometimes when I look in your eyes, yeah. I picture a koala coming well, out of a eucalyptus forest on the outskirts of Australia... Koalas carry chlamydia, so that might be what you smell. That's probably what I yeah. smell, but what I see yeah. are little black beady koala eyes. Okay, see, I feel like you're insulting me because you told me I have piss eyes and beady koala eyes. <laughs> no. So I feel like that's an insult. No. Right? I, right? I said you smolder. But first you said I have smolder, but now you're Your saying eyes. I have koala beady koala eyes and piss eyes, and now I feel like that's not nice. And so I feel like you're not seeing the best that I have to offer. You're right. You're right. I, can I apologize? apologize mm -hmm. but i have to believe you i'm gonna look in your eyes well i wasn't gonna do it now if i could do it in a couple of weeks send you a gift basket uh -huh. or something uh-huh some invisalign and some flowers does that does that thing work the i can't stand it no once you're down the rabbit hole and your teeth have shifted yeah you got to go all the way and you got to wear them 23 hours a day you do uh-huh or you start from scratch how do you give blow how do you oh, eat with them God, on? that was a personal question i said how do you, you eat? gotta take them out like i just did Oh, it's, really? Yeah, the whole thing's embarrassing and shitty. But your teeth look so, like, smooth and, exactly. and straight. Exactly. So are you trying to make your teeth crooked? They weren't, but I'm, I'm, on, I'm toward the, the end of the road here with my Invisalign. Yeah. And here I am offering you these hard foods, like a carrot and a... Yeah, not sensitive. Let me... Uh, are you doing a lot of stand-up? Hang on, I'm just... I'd like to give you something to help soften your palate. Oh, boy. A fun sprinkled donut. Yeah, I love donuts. You know what the problem with this, Harlan? What? I can tell by touching it. Yeah. It's been sitting around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It has. Yeah, so you can go, you can fuck right off with this donut. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we put this in the context? Yeah. If there's a bus mm -hmm. that drives deep into fuck off town, yeah. where am I going? You're all the way to the mayor's office. Whoa, bro! Yeah. That's a hard fuck yeah, off. Yeah, because this is a this is a donuts aren't that expensive, and you had to cut corners on a fucking donut. So so far, you fed me 
celery, and raw carrots, <laughs> Doritos, and a fucking six-day-old donut. Yeah, but what are you missing here? It's about as hard as this desk. Dude, throw, throw me a Nancy Drew. Be a hardy boy. What are you missing in this mystery? I'm going to admit, you got me. It's a six-day-old yeaster. Yeah. But what are you missing that the offsets? The sprinkles. Yeah, it, it does look appetizing. Enjoy. And Enjoy. not only that, the icing is pink. Enjoy. I'm not doing it. Because I don't trust you. I think you've drugged it or something. Do you have a uh, do you have power tools at home? No. You ever hear of a bandsaw? Yeah. Or a jigsaw? Sure. So what I did, and this is fun. I'm glad you didn't bite it because it tells me you're perceptive. This isn't actually a donut. I took my jigsaw down to the shell station and cut the glory hole out of stall 12. Well, if you're going to laugh. No, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. So yep. good for you. Perceptive, smart, didn't bite into the glory hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. way to go. Yep, already have hepatitis, so I don't need more of it. Have you ever had like a lethal illness? No. For real? No, luckily. You? How? No. Yeah. How, you, how do you avoid that? How are you so well, healthy? Well, I, I saw Christina Applegate has MS. It made me sad today. Oh, no. Yeah, sometimes you see that and it makes you sad. You kind of go, I, I, I worked with her, not directly, but I was on the same show. Uh, I did an episode and uh, she's so beautiful and she's yeah. funny and talented. And then I guess she's in a wheelchair or something. I don't no, know. she's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, she had man. cancer, breast cancer. What? And then MS. That sucks. That's and when you look at her when she was back in the day oh. on on the that show on Fox, she's married with children. She's special. Like not only beautiful, but she was sort of one of those girls that was really sexy hot. Sexy like you looked be- at her and because just she went, was Whoa. talented. She's yeah. talented and smart. You don't work for that long by yeah. accident. She's yeah. just a special person. And then, like, it just, wow. like, she's still beautiful and young, but it's like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Cancer and then MS, fuck you. If you were in a wheelchair, be yeah. honest, and I yes. think I know the answer, but would you abuse it? Would you be one of these guys that would roll around and fucking ram things and just go into the, the wheelchair parking lot at Home Depot? And I would, um, I would put a snowplow on the front of it. Yep. Oh, okay. And I would also, but I would spend most of my time writing. Writing? Yes, I'd be a novelist, and I wouldn't be a good one. What's that going to do with a wheelchair guy? I don't know. I'd have to sit down. It would just force me to be sitting all the time. So because you were unable to do anything else. No, I can do other things. Mm. I'd lift weights. Mm. Come on, man. Be cool. Well, what if your arms don't work neither's? Oh, well, that's terrible, dude. Well, you, you're in a wheelchair. I don't know if you're a well, full-on vegetable or you're just... Well, I'd rather not be. Well... You're not going to even give me the use of my... So you're making me a quadriplegic, not a paraplegic. Well, you're making yourself the, the James Caan from Misery. Suddenly you're a writer because your legs got mulled up. Well, why are you punishing me for having aspirations and, and for not having my spirit crushed? Because you're stealing, you're plagiarizing a Stephen King novel, Misery. I, no, I am not. I just want to be a good writer. Yeah, but with no legs. Well, that's not my fault. Kathy Bates didn't hobble me. Yeah, but still, you're, you're right away, as a writer, you shouldn't be out of the gate stealing someone else's story. I'm not stealing anybody's story. I'm writing my own fucking story. Yeah, but you're in a wheelchair. You don't even know. You're not even in my... Well... You don't even know. We haven't written that much of my hypothetical story yet. Well, a lot of yelling coming from a guy with no legs. Well, 
So I can't yell now? Why don't you slap your nubs together? And I have legs, does. I'll have you know. They just don't work the way you yours do. My legs are otherly abled. Well, then how did your legs go out on you? You fucking are the one who willed it so in this terrible scenario. I willed you to have no legs. Well, you're the one who came up with it. I didn't put myself in the wheelchair. I just asked if you would abuse the privilege and go into all the wheelchair parking lots. No, but, but I definitely would use the handicap stall. You, you and and the handicapped parking lot. Yes, I would. Because it's my right. Yeah, there I said it. Sorry, I got a little heated. What do you got? What do you got, guy? I'm going to show you. I don't know if you're going to like what I, I said got. Hello. I said sorry in a lot of different languages. Well, can you? Lo siento. Pardon. Je suis désolé. Me dispiace molto. It's Italian, but I'm sorry. Oh, I thought that was Japanese. I've heard that before. You said domo arigato? No, I did not. I said me dispiace molto, which means I'm sorry in Italian. Dude, if I was dyslexic, all I would hear is Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. So if you're going to make fun of people with speech impediments, and you're a fucking guy with no legs, you know, let me read what I got from your rant. Anger management. Oh, my God. Satan's asshole. (laughs) That's so over the top. We're having a bit of a rough ride here out of the gate. But you know what? You... One of those I recognized was French. Parlez-vous français? Je parle français. But I, I don't know if I'm... Uh, je ne sais pas. Non, tu es can- canadien, mais c'est tu dommage. ne parles pas. Non, monsieur. C'est dommage. Non, mm. tu ne parles pas. Non, tu parles pas. Tu parles un peu, hein? Ah, pas comme moi. Qu'est-il avec ce soir? <laughs> you know what? Let's do this. Because I don't believe for a minute you're fluent in French. Je suis, je suis couramment. We're going to have yeah. a minute long... I'm going to set the time. We're going to have a minute long conversation in French. Perfect. I'm going to go in in the edit... And I'm going to Chiron underneath what each of us is saying. And uh, I have Comment? a feeling Commence. people will Commence, finally. Commence. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ouais. Let me set the, uh, Alors, set the timer. Commence. Hold on. Not yet, guy. Comme tu veux, hein? Here we go. We're at Comme zero. Alors. Uh, bonjour, Brian. Uh, bonjour. Je m'appelle Brian. Oh, c'est bon. Enchanté, enchanté, mon ami, enchanté. Mm, les chevaux mangent la cravate sur la table? Les chevaux mangent la cravate sur la table. Mais non, mais le non. La cravate? Mais non. Et sur le cow. Ah, mais non, français, français. Mais oui, mais tu as dit le cheval mange la cravate. La cravate. Sur la table. Dans le cheval. In the hair. So, oh, the table in the hair. Wow. Tu parles pas, hein? Do you want to do this or not? Non, Either tu, you speak non, French tu, or you tu, don't. Tu one of us went to DeVry tu, and tu, one of us, here dis, we go getting non. angry again. Tu parles, tu dis seulement le me, mot, les mots en oui. français. Les mots en français. Oh, mais non. Ouais. Puis tout dans la col, euh, le papillon... Uh, avec uh, l'ananas. 
C'est bon? Non, je ne bon pas. Non. Monsieur. Non. Tout tu n'as pas raison. Euh, non. Okay? Tout Mais soleil. tu es fou. Tu sais? Oh, c'est bon? fou? Oui. C'est fou. Oui. Vraiment fou. Ah, c'est bon? Oui, oui c'est non, c'est pas bon. Non, le pain et les, le, les chats. Euh, les chats. Les pains et les chats. Mange le soleil. Mange le soleil. Eats the sun. Wow. So bread you and know the cat, what? the bread and the cat eat sun. Guy. Eat the sun. Guy. Oh, it's I'm okay, trying son. to talk French. If you don't know how to do it, which I think you're proving my point. No, you I You keep think, stepping out of it. No, I'm just saying you said some interesting things. Anybody who's French, please. Yeah, that's that the down. whole point. I'm going to put chirons under this. Yes, you and are. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to superimpose my degree from DeVry <laughs> in French. All right. Okay. Okay. Do you want to do this or not? I do. Let's okay. Can we talk about some substantive things? You start in French. Here we go. I'm resetting. No, it. no. Let's stop the anger. All right. I don't like the anger can here. Can I speak in English? Yeah, but can we do a minute of French? Just, we just did a minute of French. But you broke out of it more than Brian Adams' because, fucking acne at a fucking grease party. <laughs> but you were, you were just making up words. You were putting oh, words together. Okay. Well, guess what? The Chirons are going to tell the story. Yeah, they are going to tell the story. And so if you want to redeem yourself and do this for real. All right. Or if you want to play... Uh, I'm ready. Evade and uh, avoid. Listen, Wolf Eyes, I want to know what you do with your days. Are you on the road? Screws me? Are you on the road? Are what you do you doing mean? stand up on the road? Or are you... What do you do with your days? Well, I'm really... Ah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sorry, oh sorry. my God. What happened? Nothing. It's all good. Take Everybody calm down. We're all good. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's usually when I... I get into a deep squat and start reading Nietzsche. Um, what I'm doing with my days, guy, is I'm... Let's move these out of the way. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Take your time. What are you doing with your days? I'm focusing on... How to clear up the plastic problem on this planet. Yes, that's going to be tough. What are your thoughts on that? Because there are giant islands of this stuff floating around in the ocean. And yeah. I want to know if a guy like you cares. Do you even think about I think this that, stuff? I think that technology will get out of, the, out of those problems, not regulation. I'm a big believer in technology. And so if you pass laws to try to cool the planet, it's yeah. a bankrupt policy. If you create financial incentives and technology so they're coming up with bacteria that breaks plastic down yeah and that's a way better way to do it i even saw some guy that developed some kind of biodegradable like uh what's it called like uh like not a mold but a like a oh what's it called it's like a a fungus or something? Yeah, some yeah. kind of like organic <clears throat> material that can be shaped into drinkable bottles, but after six months, they actually biodegrade. They have that. So they have shoes now that, that, that you put in the ground, and they completely biodegradable. You put your shoes in the ground. If you, you, they have, there's a shoe company now that's 100% very tough. It's a type of foam, very tough. Yeah. But you put it in the ground, and in three months, it's, it's gone. That that's all. That's all. Um, technology is going to be astounding. It's moving at an exponential rate. The question is, what does it do for us? And it's going to make for a cleaner planet. It'll make for less waste. We'll probably be at a point where we can take everything and recycle it completely. 
So everything you use will be everything. Every all waste will be used in one way or another. We're getting better and better at that. It's kind of like up in the space shuttle. This yeah. is kind of that's right. Plays back a little. They recycle urine. Yep. They'll pee and then they'll somehow yep recycle distill it. it. Distill it. Great yeah. word. Great yeah. actor too. Yeah. Um, they 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 then stiller it back into yep. Into your into drinkable water. That's right. Piss. I'll do you one better. Bill Gates has a thing where you can go to the bathroom and then the they treat that waste and you get fresh drinking water out of it. How about that? Well, isn't that what I just said? Yeah. But yeah. I said piss. Yeah. And what does that word remind you of? My eyes. You piece of shit. <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. But, you know, my mother loves me, and that's what's important. I love you, guy. You know I'm just toying with you. You're a fighter. I can't. Look, I yeah. knew you'd come in. And we, I knew it was going to be I got, about. I got, I got heavy and fast hands. Yeah. And I know where to put my feet. Yeah, in See, the ground. It's not about where you. It's not about. To get your shoes it's on. It's not about punching. It's where you punch from. Wow. What, about, what if I punch from Hawaii? Well, I catch angles. I'll catch angles on you. So you'll catch a Hawaiian yeah. punch? Whatever. I don't want to get punched by a Hawaiian. They're big, strong people. I'm just saying. You don't want to get in a fight in Samoa. Yeah. There are certain parts of the world where mm-hmm. I'm, my, my, no matter what I do, I'm yeah. a black belt in jiu-jitsu where it doesn't matter. If I go to American Samoa yeah. or I go to the Tonga or I go to, uh, the, if I, I'm hanging around the Maoris of New Zealand, Maoris, yeah. the only people I can beat up are the 10-year-olds. And, yeah. and by the time they're 12, I got my hands full because they're all bigger than I am. You know what I love about you, too, is that you can come in here and kind of expose to the people just that you're afraid yes. of, of men. Other, I'm afraid other of certain cultures. Men. Yeah. I'm not about to go to Russia and start sh- playing grab ass or yeah. shove around. Yeah. I'm not going to go to Senegal, sure. West Africa, and, and challenge a bunch of people to uh, wrestling nah. slash boxing foot race. Yeah. You understand? I do understand. The Biafra Coast. Yeah. The Biafra Coast, fastest people in the world. Yeah. I got a lot of information, dude. No, what I love is that you're you're bringing everything down to the point where we'll probably see you standing in a a schoolyard with uh, mentally handicapped children and throwing down because you've literally crossed off. Every other race and group of people on the globe. And so it makes me Ask me what I'd do if you came at me. Uh, what would you do if I came at you? Keep you busy. How? You'd have your hands full. You know what I mean? Might You might have a little too much for your hands, you know? Some of the stuff might spill to the ground. You get in the metaphor I'm laying down. Look at those Your hands eyes. might be a little too full. It's your it's your eyes. It's not your words. You just, I'm, I'm like glazing over. Yeah. They're hypnotic. I'm like, I'm like that jungle snake from the... Uh, Jungle From the book. Jungle Book. Yeah. Ka. The swirling Twilight Zone eyes. Ka. Ka, ka. Ka, ka. Um, I think, back to your technology, mm. is that I think the time is a coming, friend, mm-hmm. when we're going to have children in the hospital, and they're going to hand you a menu, Yep. and they're going to say... Which chips would you like in your child? Would you like the detection chip? Would you like this chip? Would you like that? Like, I think that we're, these are going to be antiquated. People are going to look back and go, what do you mean you carried this around? Yes. 
It's going to be embedded in our flesh somewhere. Yep. We're going to touch the side of our ear and talk to, you know, whoever. Well, I think before that, I think uh, probably glasses will, will show up. But, but didn't more they than try that, that, though, with yeah, Google Glass? Yeah, it didn't work. But, but I think what's really going to happen, I yeah. have a joke about this, is that you're oh. going to be able to edit your child's genes. Really? So what if they you, don't wear you'll have a stock. You'll have a stock child, and then they'll say, if you want your child to be a D1 athlete, Right. We can do that. We can provide more fast twitch muscle and a longer femur bone. We can make sure your kid never loses their hair. We can definitely ensure that your kid will never get any of these childhood or um, genetic diseases. Right. So all of those things are going to come. And then the, the the larger question is, are we going to be a, a in thirty forty years? Are we going to all be six foot four and six five? It's going to be weird, man. Yeah. And only the rich will be able to afford the full deluxe package. So that you'll come out of that already, you know, you'll, they'll probably have certain cognitive advantages, you know, better memory as they, as they work these things out. It's, it's, I worry about where our biology is going to fit in to the, uh, to the, to the future. But yeah. do, you, do you really think they'd isolate the lower income people? Because I feel like with these chips, it's not only about you know, making us better and quicker, more efficient. But if you eliminate the lower income people, then they can't control them. I think it's also about control too, because you'll have these well, implants. Those are two different things. You're okay. going to have implants. Yeah. And, and we already are tracked, but you'll definitely have implants, but you're going to be able to choose your genetic makeup and change your genetics with CRISPR-Cas9. How about that? Wait, what's CRISPR-Cas9? CRISPR-Cas9 is a way of splicing in, taking out the genes you don't like, putting in the genes you do like. And let me tell you what that means. That means if a white couple want to have a black child, you can make that happen. No. Yes, that is, that is on the frontier. That is and not, not that far away. You will be able to make super human sort of you know the, the christina doudna who invented crispr cas9 with a, she's a code breaker with a couple of the other people called for a global pause said look all you countries out there like china who may not have the same ethical boundaries yeah you know it, well, let, let's be careful about what we do with this this information because you may be able to make a group of super sh soldiers or even crazier, even crazier, splice in animal genes with human genes. I like I that. I said it. For the first time in our history, we're going to be able to control our evolution. Where is my fucking camera? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah well, you got to, sometimes down. when you say profound shit, you got to give people a second. Well, you know what I mean? Again, I think everything you just said is really profound, but also nothing I haven't read in a Stephen King book, kind of like what you did earlier with Misery. All right, you're probably right. And I do get most of my information from Stephen King. I'm a Kingist. Um, if you could be part animal, mm. what talk to me. What are you, guy? <laughs> What's going on with you? Leopard spots, rhino horn? Uh, squid ink. I can see you laying on a bad spread eagle. Someone walks into the room. You blast them with chocolatey dark uh, ink. Yeah, and it feels good. Yeah, like just you're pumping your buttocks. Uh, and here it comes. Here it comes. Like, what, what are you? I'm going to squid you. Um, I want the ears of a wolf. Why? 
because I can't have the eyes of one. You've already got them. Do I have the eyes of a wolf? Yeah, wolf eyes. Um, yeah, I think I'd like. Uh, I'd like. I, I. I think instinct. But I that's think, not physical. I know. I'm talking physical. Let's stick with what you set up here. Physical. Ultimately, I'd like the ability to. Uh, a giraffe only sleeps two hours a day. Yeah, but where are you going to rest your head on the sharks roof? Sharks don't get cancer. Yeah, but you so probably, I want those how long physical. can you hold your breath? Well, I want gills. Really? Now, good question. When they can come up with red blood cells that they've made in a lab, okay? Yeah. And they can and they can hold oxygen for longer, you might be able to hold your breath for one hour underwater. How about that, bro? I like that. Yeah. That's another thing that might be on the horizon. Technology is no joke. Yeah, you know what? I'd like to be. I'd, I'd go with octopus. Why? Because they can. I could stand against your backdrop. Shapeshifter. Shapeshifter. Not shapeshifter, but I can change the pattern yes. on my skin, and and I could replicate that that's pattern right fucking, behind you. I could be standing behind you, and you wouldn't know it. You just that. feel my hot octopus breath going down your back. Well, you would probably be if you had that power. I believe that you would be a crouching masturbator. Because you'd 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 be in celebrity homes and you'd watch them have sex, and I'd have eight hands. And I think most people would do that. I'm sorry to say, a crouching what? I think if we had the power to be invisible or to camouflage ourselves to that degree, yeah, it would turn us into most of us or a lot of people into crouching masturbators. They'd just be watching people have sex. Now, personally, I truly believe I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I don't even watch porn, believe it or not. You don't? No. It does nothing for me. What What do you watch then? I don't watch. Uh, I, as I get older, I get more interested in. Tell me if you feel this way. Yeah. As I get older, I am far more interested in self-restriction and trying to be as truthful in every aspect of my life as I can be. I like that. And I don't know if it's because I'm more religious you are religious. I, I, I have I have hatred for some people, right? Or oh. just or not hatred, but like I I I don't. There are a lot of people that I think are just bad, right? You get older and you're like, oof, you just yeah. you're an artist of pain, or you're just a bad person. Okay, I agree. You just, you just want to create chaos in the world because your life sucks. Yeah, right? I agree with this. And so then there's this idea of like I would I would like to get back at them, and there are some people that I'd like to eliminate because I think they're bad for the world. Yeah. But then I have another problem, Why? which is this sort of fear of God or this this idea that I have to still live the right way. Yeah, yeah. So it's that nagging thing yeah. of doing the right thing. That's that, that, So I want to kill people, but I'm too religious to do it. Maybe sure, you're a godly man. Yeah, but I don't go to church, but I do believe in God. I love that. Yeah. Some people in this, especially in this town where we live, yeah. they're even afraid to even say it. Oh, right? it's, I know. It's, isn't it horrible? I know. It's 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 like, you know, even if you don't like God, how yeah. can you dump on someone else who who believes in something that sort of stands for good yeah. and wholesome meaning? And, yeah, and and spiritual yes. strength and and well, whether it's real or not is not for anyone else to judge. But don't don't stop someone else from believing in what they want to believe well, in. Well, what is real is is people's need. To, for meaning and need need for something that they can't measure. Yeah. I, I, as an example, I think it's been proven that 
if you are going to have a, a society that's radically atheist and that just looks at God as some fairy tale, yeah. what human beings inevitably do is they create their own religion. It's what Nietzsche warned about. You will create your own religion, and that religion will be something like fascism, capitalism, socialism, um, atheism. Human yeah. beings will get religious about their beliefs. They'll even get religious about their non-belief. Yeah. And then they'll try to, as everyone does, shape a society in their, to their own mind's eye. Yeah. And if you don't, and one of the things that I think the truest thing I've ever heard from a religious book is don't worship false gods. Yeah. And what that means is that if you don't believe in something higher than yourself that you're responsible to, and you know what it is, because when you're fucking up, you're saying to yourself, I'm fucking up. Yeah. Right? So when you don't practice that self-restriction, that nagging self-restriction, that you might blame on your parents or your culture, but I think it comes from something deeper, then, you, um, then what you will do is you will worship something else in its entirety like rationality and science, which is amazing and very important to, to, to adhere to, but it can't be the only thing. So let me ask you this. If you don't recognize sort of the, you know, the religious church God, what's your vision of God? When you, when you pray, when you think about God, what, what's that manifestation look like? Truth. Truth. You know, self-control for its own sake. Right. Self-restriction for its own sake. You know, saying no far more than I say yes. Um, that, that's not, I'm not being very articulate in that, but I, I, I think this is closer to what it is. You can imagine the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And, then you can, and then you can imagine it being worse than you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. You can also imagine the best thing in the world. And then you can imagine it being something better than you can imagine. You can keep extrapolating on both, at both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So you can imagine what hell would be like. You can imagine what heaven would be like. And, and you can also imagine your worst side, the darkest side of yourself, the angels of your worst nature. And then you can imagine being guided by the angels of your best nature. And then you can keep going with that. And so I think that human beings... We're given an imagination um, for that purpose because imagination allows you everything that is concrete in the world. Yeah, was first conceived of in somebody's brain. Imagination. Yeah, there's plenty of mathematicians who came up, spent, dedicated their life to some fucking obscure theorem or equation that bore no relevance to the physical world. Two hundred years later, somebody pulled it off a shelf and said, "I need this if I'm going to put a rover on Mars." Right. You tell me what that is, because that came to that guy in a dream 200 years right. ago, and now it bears direct relevance to something concrete that you can touch, see, smell, and feel, even with my piss eyes. See how I brought it back? Yeah. Yeah. You're not even following this. No, you should be writing this shit down, dude. I uh, don't really know how to write uh, real well. Fuck, I knew yeah. it. I fucking knew it. Yeah. You're illiterate. Well, I went to DeVry, ah, and I studied English. That's not where you study English, dude. Well, I did, and it came out pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I think I speak pretty good English. That's your fucking that's real my, accent. That's my English accent, It's yeah. really not bad at all. It's I like not it. bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. But let me ask you this in an English accent. Sure. Sticking with the theme of God and the almighty creator. Yeah. 
what you said was very sort of philosophical. Right. And I appreciate it. And I did yeah. absorb every ounce of it. Right. But if you could visualize a God the way, you know, some people visualize a mate with a a flowing robe and a long beard and floating in the clouds of up course, in heaven of course, up yeah. above. What yeah. would the physical rendition of God look like to you? Not philosophical, but physical. I would mate. answer that question by saying your question is heretical and you would be thrown out of a Muslim mosque and, is the, and you would be thrown out of a Hebrew temple. Why? Because Yahweh and Allah, even to say Yahweh around the very religiously observant Jews or to say... Or to to that's why in, in so a mosque, they, they don't like you talking about Star Wars characters. Well, in in a mosque, you would never have a picture of a saint on the wall, because that would be to suggest that you're giving the divine some kind of form that you yourself can conceive of. How ah. dare you with your but with wait your a minute, human wait, brain. hear me out, because yeah. what if my conception of God is something that God himself, I believe, created. See, my perception of God is nature. When I see trees, when I'm out canoeing down a lake, when I... Is that God or a manifestation of God? I perceive that... You get a feeling that that you are part of something much bigger than yourself, but I don't know if that's an image of God. I don't know. The the Buddha said... The spirit of God dwells within the nature to me. And so since I believe God is more of a spirit than an actual physical, visual thing... Omnipresent. Yeah, so that's where I interpret God to be... I think of trees and nature and lakes and mountains. Is that all right? Yeah, it's all right, but you're going to hell. I'm going to hell for that. No, but like, uh, so so I think with the Buddha, for example, okay. the idea behind enlightenment was that it was something you had to experience. You could not explain it. The, the, the very nature of being a mystic is that you have to you have to experience that which you cannot measure, that which you cannot explain but with words. But if you're in nature, can you, can you explain the I, flight of a bird, the eye socket of a squirrel, I'm the, sure, the I'm, no, cry no, I'm, of a moose? It's, it's unexplainable. It is. This is why the Native Americans are people who are indigenous to their land. Their mythology was wrapped up in yes, their land. I love and, it. And the greatest the, the, the crisis for the Native Americans was when their buffalo, I'm speaking especially of the Sioux Nation and stuff, when the yeah. buffalo was killed eradicated. and eradicated and all the other animals were eradicated. Weren't the buffalo at one time, a lot of people don't know this, the buffalo roamed across the Great Plains of North America. Yes. Coast to coast yes. in, in the way that zebras and wildebeests and the, and the plains of America in Africa. The plains with of millions America. Of them. Yes. The plains of America looked at one point like the Serengeti. Yeah, that's right. They looked like the Serengeti. Huge Antelope, buffalo. buffalo. Um, all kinds of animals. This is what wolves I, and fox and everything. everything. It was, it was, and, and, and perfect harmony. As they laid the railroad, they shot the buffalo, they laced their body with strychnine, yeah. and all the other animals ate the meat and died too because there was an insatiable demand for fur and feathers uh, across the Atlantic. And not only that, there was a bloodlust. I mean, these guys were riding on the trains and just going, let's see how many I can shoot yes. in the next four miles. They, yes. were, just, <laughs> they was, were just dropping that was, them. That was for sport. There's a place in the in the prairies up in I think it's Alberta, Canada. There's a there's actually a town called Buffalo Head Smashed in. Wow. It's a real place. And what it is, it's it's a place that the Indians used to hunt buffalo. 
and it's an optical illusion on the planes. So if you were coming at it, it would look like the planes are going forever just the way every all the elevations are, are kind of um, put yeah. together. And But what happens if you keep going, there's actually a cliff, but it doesn't look like there's a cliff because it's just the grass growing. And so they used to chase like small herds of buffalo over, over the, the cliff, and then right. the Indians would be waiting at the bottom and That's kill right. them. And but they harvested them for. But isn't that a cool name for a town? Buffalo smashed head in. The buffalo head smashed in. Buffalo head something like that. In. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll pull it up and put it up right here because yeah. I can tell by your piss smoldering eyes yeah. you don't believe me. Yeah, I think you're fudging the name. Well, but I like it. Buffalo run over the cliff. The I think the Mongols well, did something. The Mongols that's did something I similar. I think I said buffalo head smashed in. Yeah. And you keep kind of twisting no, it. No, because it should be twisted. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But the Native Americans, do you know where they got horses from? Where is a horse indigenous to, Harlan? Uh, well, give me a second. You can't use a carrot to jog your memory. That's not fair. Can I just get a second guy? No. I know what you're going to do. You know I'm going to answer you with a crunch instead yes, of I real. Do. Well, don't do it. Okay. That's the correct answer. That is the correct Thank answer. You. Because that's horse for the Gobi Desert. The steppes. Of Mongolia. Yeah. Go ahead and spit that out. <laughs> yeah, strong. Did you ever play a reed instrument? If not, you should have. No, thanks. I'm straight. <laughs> Do you play an instrument? Yeah. I play piano a little. I tickle the ivories a little. What? Piano. You get a D. <laughs> a D Do you have any more questions for me? I mean, what are you curious about in life that I can shed fucking light on, bro? <laughs> are you religious? Uh, I'm like you. I'm. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I believe in a higher force. I believe in God, and it's not just a belief. Uh, the reason I say, it, you know, sometimes I'll say that on a podcast, and people write in the comments, "Oh, what an idiot! What this was going really good till you said you believed in God." Yeah, I know. But what you're missing is. Sometimes it's not a choice. With me, God isn't, oh, I've read the Bible and my parents introduced me to religion and I'm part of a community where there's churches. To me, it's a feeling. Yeah. It's, it's, in, it's in my spirit, yes. right? It's yes. something that had I never even heard the word religion, if I was born in the forest and raised by wolves, which I might have been, yep. I still believe this, this feeling, this spirit would encompass me and fill me up. And yes. I wouldn't know what it is, but I, as a person living without any other contact with humanity, would sit there at night and commune with this higher force that I feel was reaching to me. Think about this. Yeah. You know, everybody seems to have a nostalgia or an understanding of what's right and what's wrong. Right. Right? Yeah. Everyone essentially knows the difference, or at least, and, and here's my proof of that. Okay. Take a group of people that does something really bad. Let's take the most extreme example, the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Okay? If you look at what the Nazis were doing to the Jews, the gypsies, the gay people, whoever it is, or just what they would consider the Mongol race, right? Yeah. Even the Nazis, in their final solution, their horrible, twisted way of, 
of doing things. If you were to speak to them, they would try to justify it under their their twisted moral uh, guidelines. Right. They had to invent a philosophy, a racial philosophy, whatever it was, Hitler especially, to to make it okay, which is so crazy, right? So even the worst human beings in their minds justified it to people by saying, hey, we're here to solve a problem. Right. Right. The Mongols, Genghis Khan, whoever it was who said, we're, we're here to purify the world, make the world a better place, etc." Which is why it's so fucking important to realize that the ends do not justify the means. You have to have guidelines. Yeah. That's where religion comes in. That's where the notion of life is sacred or we are all connected or we are all brothers and sisters, whether you're Jewish or Muslim or Christian or atheist. You have to have boundaries. Yeah. You, you have to look at human life as sacred because if you don't, then you will find ways to fudge that data and get rid of these people over here because they're in the way and they're causing a problem for the rest of us, etc. Yeah, Which yeah. is how people have always justified horrific atrocity. So if you just use math and logic and rationality... Yeah. You you can you can math logic and rationalize your way into some pretty awful shit like getting rid of all people who are profoundly mentally handicapped, people who um, suffer from some kind of a spinal condition at birth, so they're in a wheelchair. You know, you can say things like, "Well, they're they're a drain on resources, and we know, need those resources for our gifted, straight back, broad chested." Right. Kids. This is what was used with the Nazis and the Romans and, by the way, the Greeks and was advocated for in Plato's Republic, yeah. which is a fascist fucking book. So religion found its, at least Christianity, and I'm not a Christian, but Christianity found its, um, its roots in Roman soil. And Roman soil was, was strictly philosophical and might makes right. Yeah. It was Nietzschean. Yeah, I'm fucking so deep. No, it's so interesting deep. because all these things you're saying, it, it's pulling man into the mix, right? It, it, man built the churches. Man built these philosophies. Man built these evils you're talking about. But here's where I go back to what you said about the indigenous people, and in particular, let's say, the aboriginals in Australia. They went the other way and projected spirit and religion out into what I was saying, the land, the nature, and they found spirit in a rock. It which, gives you more which, respect for the land. Right. And, and people, It makes you one with the land, not, not right. the overlord of the land. Right. And people here would never look at a rock and go, oh, that rock has spirit in it. But they did. They saw spirit in the rocks, in the crows, in the birds, in the water, in the dewdrops. And and uh, I don't know. I just... I just well, but, but it's an interesting thing you're saying because... The Judeo-Christian ethic, yeah. Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, which has an untold influence for, for whatever reason. It's just was the, it was sort of where a lot of the, 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 the they were mostly the winners of history militarily. Yeah. So they were able to impose their, but if you think about where that, where the Judeo-Christian, especially Judaism came from, it came from the sun-baked, arid land of the Sinai, of of the Egyptian and the uh, of the Egyptian desert, the Jordanian desert of that area was a very arid part of the world. You had to live off your sheep. 
you couldn't grow anything. There was no water. Yeah. So it's interesting that the land wasn't exactly your best friend. That's true. The Israelites complained about being stung by fucking nettles, having no water, no food, and being bitten by snakes. That's what the desert has to offer. So they had to figure out where God, they put God in the sky. They, they weren't putting God out here. In fact, they complained to God and said, hey, you got us in the fucking desert for 40 years, and I'm getting stung by snakes and insects, and I'm starving, and I'm fucking thirsty. And you said nettles? I said nettles. Wasn't that the family that owned the grocery store in Little House on the Prairie? Maybe, but I've only used nettles one yeah, other time in my I life. I saw you slip that in. And yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do we, want, do we want to take that one out? I need That's... to stop getting into these things that go on for... I tend to be long-winded, and I think people go, this guy's talking too much. Well, would you like a carrot and maybe... Like a fresh donut. What's the best donut? Sidecar. They make them every hour. Get that thing away. Get that cheap, mostly plastic donut. That's a donut you see in a museum, and you go, that looks so real. That's the that's donut you see in Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Sorry. Covered a lot of ground today. Yeah, I'm gonna be in um, I'm gonna be in North Carolina at the Comedy Zone, November 10, 11, 12. If you guys want to laugh, I'm one of the best comics. You are one of the top thousand comics in the country. I'd put you even up in the top ten. All right, well that's the, coming from Harlan Williams, one of the best comics ever. You know, we talked about you being one of the best ever. Who did? We did on my podcast. Ah, oh, well, I think you're one of the best. Well, no, but you're you're. Truly. Um, Thank you. Yeah, go to BrianCallen.com for my dates. Uh, that doesn't matter. No, no, you you did something I've never seen anybody do before. You, it's, I've told a story. Six of us did stand-up. Everybody was a headliner. And then you got up in front of everybody, and you did all of our acts back to us, but you did a collage of it. Oh, yeah. And I, I've never seen anything like it, and destroyed the room so hard. And that's when I said, there's there's Brian Callen and Steve Byrne and everybody else, and then there's Harlan Williams. Oh, man, thank you. Well, Brendan Schaub hadn't seen you. And he came back and he goes, Harlan Williams is a monster. And I go, yeah, dude, yeah. Wait, when did this happen? Like, you can put Harlan Williams up against anyone on the planet ever, and that's a fact. It's, not a, it's just a fact. Oh, man. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. When you did, when when... When the fucking swine flu was there and yeah. you started coughing and then and then you sounded like a pig and you're like, I got the bacon lung. Yeah. Keep going. Gonna let you finish crunching. Yeah. That's what it sounds like when he's crushing. It sounds like he's chewing celery. If you hear that in your town, you know that Harlan Williams is in some comedy club somewhere. <laughs> That's a lot of juice. That's a lot of fucking juice, bro. <laughs> we got nothing done. <laughs> All right. Tell the folks about your podcast, your your tour dates, your website, my, all my your special stuff. just dropped. Please on on YouTube. 
man tears. Wow. And Rogan, 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 Rogan called me and said, have you seen this, the comments? And I said, I don't read comments because I don't want my feelings to be hurt. And he said, all the comments what? are kind of amazing. Wow. And then I found that it's almost up to 500,000 views. When did it come out? A minute ago. One exactly one in 60 seconds. <laughs> a little while ago, but oh, it just good. dropped. Good, good. Man Tears on YouTube, free Man of tears. charge. Yeah. Oh, and then wow. BrianCallen.com for my dates. I'm going to be, you know where I'm going to be? I'm going to be in North Carolina oh. at the Comedy Zone. And then oh. I'm going to be at the Addison Improv in Texas. Nice. And then I'm going to be in Naples at Off the Hook Comedy Club, December 1, 2, 3, and 4. Have you been? No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I have. And then I'm going to Nyack. Have you been to that comedy club? Levity Live in I'm Nyack? more of a canoe guy. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. So that's where you can get me. Wow, buddy. And t- tell them about your podcast, please. I just started my own podcast. I got Fighter and the Kid. I got Conspiracy Social Club on, on Rockfin with Sam Tripoli, where he comes up with conspiracy theories, and I debunk them. And then I started the Brian Callen Show, which you're going to be a guest on soon. I am? Yeah. But you're not bringing celery and you're not bringing fucking carrots. What about chips? Nacho chips. No, poker chips, though. There it is. All right, before we go, yeah, we do this with every guest. I think you'll enjoy this. It's called Words from a Wooden Shoe, Brian. <laughs> yeah. And in this authentic Dutch clog... There are words, and we ask you to reach in, read the word, and if it inspires a story or a memory, share it with our crowd, our audience before we go. Words from a wooden shoe. What do we got? Rejected. Ooh. This might be the one word for my entire career. Hmm? Well, I did okay in my career. Great. But for the most part, I spent a lot of time being rejected. I got about seven yeses and over a thousand no's in this town. And somebody said, you were successful. I was doing a TV show, podcast and everything. Yeah. And they said, what are your secrets? And I was 50 at the time. Maybe I was 53. Yeah. And I said, my secret, a formula for success in Hollywood, sit in traffic for your 20s, your 30s and your 40s, hearing the word no over and over again, constantly being rejected. Right. And they never give you a reason why, but the real reason is you're not good enough. And then, and then you get seven yeses. But if you keep showing up, after a while, they forget that you're one of the rejected. But just to understand, anybody you admire who's accomplished great things has spent more time being rejected than accepted. Yeah, that's true. So if you're sad about it, don't be a fucking bitch. Suck it up. Keep going. Because the dawn is always right before the darkest hour. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of fucking... I don't even know if that's true, but it sounds good. Well, what I'm going to say to that is, yes, you do keep showing up, and eventually you'll probably open some doors. Yeah. But you, Mr. Brian honestly are one of the true funniest guys doing this stuff and you you may have shown up but you have incredible funny gifts and that's what really did it so thank you my friend that rejection hurts we all get it i mean even you know the best of the best were rejected until they weren't yep but uh true you got the goods buddy i appreciate that i'm not wearing pants right now have you got the speedo yeah it's gonna look good. 
All right. Well, I appreciate that. I was well, just one. Okay. Just one. If you want to take the glory hole home and have a little mm -hmm. fun with it later. That's what I was going to ask you about. And I want to wear this wooden clog and yeah. stand on one leg just for discipline. Just be careful you don't get a sprinkle in the urethra. No, I won't. I'm going to stand sting. on that fucking one foot in that clog until I get a varicose vein. That's what I'm into, cowboy. Okay. And when All you're right? done, bury it and biodegrade it and we'll call it a day. Sounds good. God bless you. And Thank God bless the Harlan Highway podcast. Thanks for being here, Guy. Thank you, Wolf Eyes. Do you want to hear the theme music and put your cans on as we go out? Yep. This is what I play as I was walking out of a house after committing slaughter. That's why your eyes are so good. And why your skin's got that beautiful orange hue to it. Because he's the tangerine man. He's the tangerine man. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan. Callan, dude. Callan. Uh, that's it for today. Thank you for being here. And until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein, baby. Shh, I'm not finished. Chicken chow mein, baby. I'm going to use your phone. Oh, no, what happened? Your alarm did go off. I heard it. Yeah, do it right here. We won't listen. Turning the cameras off. We won't hear a word of your private business call. Oh, I think I just cracked my Invisalign, bro.